Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. This is the Nun Report. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, wow, this weekend is uh, was a little more intense than most. I think that uh, most of us are have mixed feelings. I think that the terrorist attacks on Israel were and are inexcusable, that these people are savages, that there's only one way to respond to them. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm outraged. I'm also, I guess, saddened or... Uh, you know, the loss of life that I know is going to occur uh, from innocence it already has occurred to many innocents. And, um, and I'm also concerned about where this is going to lead. You know, it, it's not, this is not something that is just, this could, this could very easily explode into a regional, larger regional conflict and then into a more of a global conflict should Iran or the Taliban, Syria, decide to get involved, or not Syria, excuse me, uh, you know, Lebanon, Jordan. You know, this is a powder keg sitting there, and it, it, what's sad about it is it's exactly what those radicals want. These insane people, the, the mullahs in Iran, this is what they want. This is, they would love for this, they would love nothing more than for this to expand into a massive regional and global conflict because to them, that's the end of times. That's the great battle. That's where they get to take out the, the evil Israel. And, and I'll tell you, this sort of thing didn't happen when we were with Trump. I, there were no new wars started under Trump. Sure, we had some Operations going on in Syria with in small numbers with spec, special ops. We were in the drawdown process in Afghanistan, which Joe Biden managed to totally fuck up. But a weak America, which is what we have now under the Biden regime, a weak America emboldens terrorists and bullies like Putin and like Hamas. And Hamas, make no mistake now, they're controlled by Iran, and they have been for a long time. This is not, they don't just, Hamas doesn't just go about conducting large operations by themselves. They have to get, first of all, funding and weaponry from Iran, and they also need permission to conduct large operations. They don't, they don't blink an eye or wipe their butt without talking to their masters in Iran, Okay. So for anybody to think that this was not done with Iran's knowledge or even support, reports are coming out now that the Republican Guard in Iran had been training Hamas for, since August for this very operation. Now, it's hard to, at this point in time, a lot of information is flying around. So a lot of, I'm trying really hard to just, I'm going to try to play clips that I know are factual. Try not to play too much propaganda but, you know, you also can't, at this point in time, tell the difference between a lot. So um, I w it was really hard selecting the footage I wanted to show today. 
And I hope that if I if I make a mistake or if something goes on, you know, please forgive me. There's a lot of information coming at rapid fire speed. For the past 30 hours or so, most of us that are in this business have been just paying attention to what's going on. Oh, everybody except the White House, that is. Because the White House has called a lid the last two days in a row, yesterday at 11.30, and today they had called a lid early in the morning, already at noon. That means no press coverage, no statements, nothing from Biden. Hiding Biden. That's what he does. But, uh, you know, we got two new wars now. We got Ukraine. We got what's going on there, and we're, we're sending billions of dollars there. Now we have Israel engaged in a large-scale con- conflict. They said they're going to uh, go into Gaza on the ground, and you could already see they're softening it up. They're softening it up with bombing, aerial strikes, and then they're going to they they're cutting off they're they're cutting off the border. They're cutting off food, water, fuel, everything, and that's to soften them up for the oncoming land invasion, which is certainly going to happen unless unless a miracle, maybe a miracle, can happen and stop it. But at the same time, you know, they're going to exact their revenge. Hamas came in and brutally attacked civilians. They raped, tortured, murdered, and kidnapped women and children. And now they're threatening to use them as shields. Just before I started recording, this broke. Check it out. To put an end to this, from this moment on, we announce that any targeting of innocent civilians without warning will be met, regretfully to say, by executing one of the hostages in our custody. And we will be forced to broadcast this execution. We regret this. So for every every time... Israel strikes and kills civilians, they are now going to kill one of those hostages live and broadcast it for everybody to see around the world. Because they're fucking animals, okay? These people need to be dealt with harshly, immediately, and strongly as possible. Put them down, put them out, push them into the sea. I'm tired of it. And for those of you who say, oh, well, you know, and we're going to talk about, oh, all the people, free Palestine, free Palestine, the Palestine. Palestine was never a state. Okay, and if you're going to throw out some sort of Belfour letter from 1917, yeah, kiss my ass, man. That thing is worth the paper it's written on. I wouldn't wipe my ass with it. Palestine has never been a nation, past or present. And while I'm sure there are innocents there, many of them are cheering in the streets, and not just in Gaza, but around the world. So yeah, I, 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 I think it needs an extremely strong response. Now, should the U.S. get drawn into this conflict? It kind of sounds like they're going to. It kind of sounds like if any other actor has tried to take advantage of the situation that we have committed a, a strike group, aircraft carrier group, to the region. And they also have American citizens they've kidnapped, they've killed and kidnapped. At the very least, you're going to see a paramilitary and special operations response. And uh, it, it could be very well that we end up, you know, throwing some cruise missiles and fighter sorties at them if they get too crazy. Remember this. 
Remember when they said that Donald Trump was going to start World War III? Remember when everybody was scared about Donald Trump having his finger on the nuclear button? Remember? And, and he didn't start any wars. And Biden is doing everything that they told you Trump would. Well, we were on the brink of World War III because Donald Trump took the worst possible option given to him in a slideshow. In this country, we have begun to overestimate the dangers of impeachment and underestimate the dangers of a deranged president retaining control over a nuclear hyperpower. We cannot wait around while Donald Trump is in control of the nuclear weapon. Your objection <laughs> to potentially going into World War III cannot be procedural. Biggest danger of the Trump presidency is that we are always just a Trump whim away from nuclear war. They say it's World War III, but I'm looking out my window, it's very quiet in those smoking craters out there. Has to be told that it's his job to avoid World War III. One Democratic congressman uh, sent me a note this evening and say this president wants this war. Remember that? Just like all the other bullshit they said about Trump for four years in a row, nonstop. We don't have a media in the United States. We have a propaganda arm of the extreme commie Democrats. Plain and simple. I mean, there is no, there's no media in the United States. What did Trump predicted this? He knew this was going to happen. Check this. Crooked Joe Biden just agreed to pay a $6 billion ransom to the Iranian dictatorship in exchange for hostages. This is yet another Biden surrender and a further blistering humiliation of the United States of America to the world stage. But even worse, this decision will be extremely deadly. Biden is giving $6 billion to the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism. Why are we giving them any money at all? And, and yet, oh, no, this isn't going to be used for that. And we're going to get to that in a minute. They're trying to play the deny game, deny game. Oh, well, well it's not actually going to be used for that. We're going to go there. Okay, we're also going to look at some of the protests that are going on, or excuse me, not protests, the support for Hamas terrorists that are raping and killing women and children. This is not a support of Palestine. This is a support. Anybody who says they're, they're supporting Palestine right now, you are a terrorist sympathizer, period. Trump's had these remarks um, after the yesterday. The Hamas terrorist invasion of Israel territory, Israeli territory, and the murder of Israeli soldiers today, and uh, the brutal murder of citizens is an act of savagery that must and will be crushed. Has to be. It has to be dealt with very powerfully. This is a time where the United States needs leadership. We don't have leadership. But Israel is at war, and the United States obviously is going to stick with Israel. And no, we don't have leadership. You know what we have? We have a, uh, as Bongino says, a rotting bag of oatmeal. I say Swiss cheese for brains. We've got a freaking buffoon, an old man puppet in the White House who's being controlled probably by a, an Islamic sympathizer, Obama. And what's going on yesterday? Well, yesterday, let's see, they put a lid on at 11.30, and then they had a barbecue, the Rose Garden, with live music and everything. They had live music and all of that. Meanwhile, the Twitter account of the president is putting out things like this. Oh, we've canceled $127 billion student debt for nearly 3.6 million Americans. It's a big deal. No, the fucking wars are a big deal. All of our treasure going to Ukraine is a big freaking deal. 
the Middle East blowing up and potentially a huge conflict that could spread beyond their borders is a huge fucking deal. So while all this is going on, this is what Biden's tweeting. And if you look at his Twitter, obviously he's not doesn't do his own tweeting. Everybody is pretty sure it's Corinne Jean-Pierre. Out of touch, clueless, classless, inept, disgusting, pathetic. These people are evil. These people are, are they're just, ugh. Yeah, look at his Twitter account, his Twitter feed. They're just, it's just business as usual. Da, 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 da. Student loan forgiveness. The economy's doing great. Inflation's going down. Oil prices have gone up 4%, though, since, since the hostilities erupted due to Hamas. Trump said this back in 2018. You know why Iran never never mess with Israel or with anybody while Trump was in office. This is why. This is strength. To the Iranian president, never ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. We're talking about a regime that on their floor their congressional floor, their equivalent chance death to America, death to America. And Biden is giving them hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. Oh, they'll say, well, that $6 billion can only be used toward humanitarian aid. What about this? This is for the Palestinians. A large chunk of it, you know, went to Hamas. Donald Trump cuts more than $200 million in aid to Palestinians. That was August of 2018. Biden restores 200 million USA to Palestinians slashed by Trump April of 2021. I want some mean tweets back. I want mean tweets because what Hamas has done, they've been, this would not have happened under Trump. Neither would Ukraine. Again, a weak America emboldens terrorists, thugs, and bullies. A strong America deters terrorists, thugs, and bullies. And it's been proven throughout history. Right now, we have a very weak president who has created a very weak America that has allowed this to happen. Hundreds of innocent Israeli women tortured and brutally murdered by Hamas terrorists. Hamas carried out bloodthirsty attacks against Israeli civilians, among them hundreds of women. Many were taken hostage and paraded through the streets of Gaza in horrific scenes. No woman should have to experience this evil. We all need to stand united against these barbaric acts. Can you imagine? Th consider this for a minute. Before you say, say Palestine, or, you know, well, Israel's been making them suffer forever, or that Palestine was ever really a nation, which it never was. Before you go down that, that liberal death trap of bullshit, consider the last moments of those women's lives. Consider them at the festival, 
as the, the, as the paragliders came in and started killing everybody in sight, raping women on the ground next to dead bodies before killing them themselves. Imagine what the last moments that these women had to go through, hoping for death, hoping it would be over, knowing that it was going, it was going to end in their death, right? But having to endure the savagery and the rape and the broken bones before death finally came. So don't give me the whole Hamas and Palestinian sympathizer bullshit. I'm not buying it. And we have to pray for those that were taken hostage. The scenes were horrific. Everyone's, well, most people have seen this one. 30-year-old German woman there at the music festival. After they broke her bones, killed her. Let's just parade her body through the street so people could beat it and spit on it. These people are savages. They're savages. The desecration of bodies? Are you kidding me? The fact that they killed innocents, brutally raped and tortured and slaughtered women and children. That's not enough. They have to desecrate their bodies to cheer, celebrate. I hope that you're as disgusted as I am by this. Allah Akbar. Akbar. Fuck off. Most of you have seen, well, not most of you, I'm sure many of you have seen these videos. How about these women that were taken captive? They're being held by Hamas terrorists and they're terrified. Again, wondering what they're going to have to endure. What kind of disrespect kind of atrocious acts are going to be done to them before they're finally killed? Imagine what's going through their minds. They allow them to keep their phones as a form of terror so they can call their families and the families can hear them in distress so they can take videos of what could be their final moments on earth. Sick. These are some sick fuckers.
they're going to get they're going to get some they're going to get theirs meanwhile the obama administration man these this total clown sh- or obama jeez Freudian slip biden administration total clown show total clown show this was just a week ago check it out and what we said is we want to depressurize de-escalate and ultimately integrate the Middle East region. The war in Yemen is in its 19-month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. Really? Quieter than it was under Trump when he negotiated the Abraham Accords? That was a week ago. That didn't age very well, did it? Because these people are clowns. They're pathetic. They're weak. Check this out. Facing backlash after clearing the path to release $6 billion in frozen Iranian assets just weeks ago. But the administration pushing back, insisting the money had nothing to do with funding attacks on Israel, claiming, quote, these restricted funds cannot go to Iran it can only be used for future humanitarian-related purposes. Any suggestion to the contrary is false and misleading. John Ratcliffe served as director of national intelligence under President Trump when I was there. He joins us now to react. You know, great to have you this morning. What a perfect guest. What is your reaction, John, when you hear Andrew Bates in the press shop say zero taxpayer dollars, no Iranian money spent yet, when spent Iranian money can only be used by private actors? My reaction, Kaylee, is um, as it has been from day one, those words ring hollow from the Biden administration. They're disingenuous um, at best. Look, it's, it's not even just this $6 billion, uh, which, which clearly is going to further enrich uh, Iran. It's closer to $60 billion. If you look at what, what the Biden administration has done to help this Islamic uh, uh, terrorist regime in Iran, by uh, stop enforcing sanctions, by lifting restrictions, by allowing Iranian oil to uh, increase by 650% over the last two years, from 400,000 barrels of oil a day to 3 uh, million barrels of oil a day. It's the same policies, only worse, that Obama had. Why are we giving a single penny or lifting any sanctions at all toward a regime that wants to wipe Israel, they've sworn to wipe Israel off of the map, that wants death to America, death to America. Why are we giving them any money at all? It's not going to help their people. They're not using it for humanitarian purposes. And you don't think that, you know, oh, we got $6 billion released. Oh, that frees up more funds to give to Hamas. And to fund terrorism. And they know it. They know that they're funding terrorism. They know it. This is no surprise. They'll even admit it right to your face and then continue to give them tens of millions and billions of dollars. Check it out. What do you say about the argument that money is fungible? So Iran may have known this money is coming and used other funds to help fund this attack that happened. Iran has, ha, Iran has unfortunately always used and focused its funds on supporting terrorism, on supporting groups like, uh, like Hamas, 
Uh, and it's done that when there have been sanctions, it's done that when there haven't been sanctions, and it's always prioritized that. And again, I come back to the proposition that from these funds have always been under the law, available to Iran to use for humanitarian Knowing that they, his words, we know that Iran has always used and prioritized funds to fund groups like Hamas and other terrorist organizations. What the fuck are we doing giving them any of our money? It's our fucking money. Yours, mine. Pisses me off. We're funding the people who are terrorizing Israel. We're funding a country who wants to wipe Israel and the United States, the great devil, the demon, off the map, the great Satan. And they sit there and say it all the time. A country who's trying to develop a nuclear weapon so they can start the apocalypse, the end of the world, so that they can all go have their 72 fucking virgins. They shouldn't be getting a penny of our treasure. Not a cent. When is enough enough for their people? You know, I'm sorry there are people suffering in Iran. But not another penny. Not another cent for humanitarian needs in Iran. Not another cent to that evil, evil, demonic regime. Biden, you've got blood on your hands. Ultimately, even though Hamas got their marching orders from the Republican Guard, even though they're funded by Iran, even though they're the ones who went across and spilt blood, it was all made possible by Joseph Biden. And the blood is on his hands. The blood is on these weak commie Democrats that, are, that have got the clown show going on in Washington, D.C. right now, having barbecues and calling lids while the Middle East is getting ready to explode giving money to our enemies? How are we going to have a front? Now, what do you think China's going to do? Is China going to, is Taiwan next? I bet Taiwan is next. How much you want to bet? And of course, while the Middle East is going crazy, what do you think that's done with oil prices? Futures are up 4%. You know what would be really cool is if we had it like a, I don't know, um, maybe something like a strategic oil reserve so that when there were actual emergencies and supply shortages, we had some oil? Oh, that's right. Beijing Biden sold it to China to artificially keep gas prices down in this country. Temporary stop, gas prices are going back up again. Only now we've got no oil. It's down to 17 days supply. It's lower than it's ever been. Think of that. From as high as it's ever been under Trump to as low as it's ever been under Biden, simply so he could look good in the polls and make gas prices artificially low for a temporary period of time. And now that we have a real emergency cooking in the Middle East, there's nothing there. But oh, don't worry. You insist the Iranian regime won't touch the $6 billion of Iranian funds being unfrozen. But isn't it true that this frees Tehran up to spend more on other nefarious goals like supporting terrorism 
and boosting its nuclear program. Well, to the degree that they continue destabilizing activities, and, and it's, you know, I, I can't predict what they'll do going forward here, uh, but we are already... Uh, have pressure in place on, on Iran, both through sanctions and through... It's not working. <laughs> Newsflash. It's not working. Well, I am, but let me begin at where, where yeah, we so ought to start. I mean, that disaster... This piece of shit. Pence, you need to just shut up. Go. Retire. Please retire. He's going to blame uh, Trump and Vivek and Ron DeSantis for what's going on in Israel right now. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. And I don't know if you've seen this yet, but he is literally going to blame Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Ron DeSantis for what is going on in Israel. Withdrawal from Afghanistan has emboldened the enemies of freedom around the world. And now war is raging uh, in Eastern Europe. And, and President Joe Biden's kowtowing for the last two and a half years to the mullahs in Iran, lifting sanctions, begging them to get back in the Iran nuclear deal, and then uh, paying $6 billion in a ransom uh, for hostages, I, I think set the conditions uh, for this unprecedented terrorist now attack watch. Uh, by Hamas Listen. against Israel. But I also believe this is what happens when we have leading voices like Donald Trump, Vivek Ramswamy, and Ron DeSantis signaling retreat from America's role as leader of the free world. I, look, uh, that what happened in Ukraine was an unprovoked invasion by Russia. What happened this weekend was an unprovoked invasion by Hamas uh, into Israel. Uh, and I really believe now more than ever, uh, both uh, the debate within the Republican Party and the debate within America, is whether or not we're, we're going to once again stand without apology as the leader of the free world, as the arsenal of democracy. Yeah, as we did under Donald Trump, his first term. He sat there and said, they're not going to retreat from the world stage. America will be stronger and people will fear us. With a Trump, Vivek, or even a Ron DeSantis presidency, far better than Biden and way better as well, I might add, than that crusty old rhino, Pence. Sit there and try to, he's trying to blame, no, we're not talking about American isolationism. He says, oh, these guys want to retreat, and it's, just, it's emboldened to these guys. No. They're scared to death, these guys, that are taking advantage of a weak Biden presidency right now while they can, because they know that there's a very good chance things are going to be very much different after the 2024 election. So they're making their move now. Russia is making their move. Iran, via Hamas, is making their move. And I wouldn't be surprised to see China make their move on Taiwan. Why wouldn't they? What are we going to do? We can't stop it. We don't have the money. We don't have the military forces to be spread around in three different conflicts in three different parts of the world. China is licking their chops right now. Why wouldn't they invade Taiwan at this point? It's already been proven that the U.S. will do absolutely nothing, nor do we have the resources to fight on three fronts, financially or militarily. And keep in mind, these Hamas people, yeah, they had an election. The Palestinians elected them in 2006, and there hasn't been an election since. Where are, where is the leadership of Hamas? Hamas, or however the hell you want to talk it, say it, pronounce it. I hope I'm saying it wrong just to piss them off. 
they're in Qatar. They're not in Gaza. The Hamas leadership is in Qatar living the life of luxury. While their so-called people are in the process of getting slaughtered in Gaza. So don't sit there and tell me that this is Israel's fault or Trump's fault or Vivek's fault. This is Biden's fault, Iran's fault, and the savage terrorists that call themselves Hamas. Meanwhile, rallies were organized around the United States and everywhere in the world. They were in Turkey, they were in the Netherlands, they were in the UK. Iran had a huge celebration, all celebrating Hamas going into Israel and killing innocent civilians, raping, torturing, and murdering women and children. They celebrated it. And they celebrated it in this country too. Tampa, Florida had a big one. Seattle had a big one. New York, of course, could stay out of the game. They had a big one too. All for Palestine, free Palestine, blah, 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 make me puke. Look at this one, queers for Palestine. Why don't you go pay them a visit and see how they treat you? And imagine that. <laughs> you, get, you get thrown off a building over there if you're queer. And these people are proud. Queers for Palestine because it's the flavor of the day. And this is what was going on. Here's in Florida. This was a clash between uh, pro-Israel and pro-Palestine protesters. This is going on all over the country. This is out in front of the White House. This was up in Toronto, Canada. These people don't see the, the, the problem is these people come in here, they don't integrate into society. The, these, this open border we have, how many, do you, I bet there are terrorist cells in this country right now just waiting to attack Americans. By the way, which reminds me, make sure you are well armed, that your ammo stocks are high, that you are able to protect yourself, your property, and your family. Because you don't think this shit can't happen here? You don't think it can happen here? Look at these idiots. These people, we got an open border. Tons of gotaways have come in. We don't know who they are, why they're here, where they're from. They're establishing themselves throughout the country. 
And they have no intention of integrating into the United States of America. They are going to keep their national identity of where they're from and try to bring that bullshit here. And you don't think that what we're seeing right now on film can happen here? This is in Chicago. This is no joke, people. It's coming here. And it didn't take much to set him off, did it? All it took was a few terrorists going across the border and killing a bunch of innocent people. This guy is preaching in New York in Times Square. We're done being tortured and hurt and judged. This is the correct religion. This is the religion that all of humanity needs to be a part of Islam. And we will not stop until it enters every home. So I want you to repeat after me. I want to hear it in every single district. It should tremble. Brooklyn should hear it. The Bronx should hear it. Queens should hear it. Say it as if the Ummah depends on this, my brothers and sisters. La ilaha illallah. God worthy of worship, except Allah, the God of Jesus, the God of Moses, the God of Abraham, and the God of the last and final prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They will not stop until every household is Islam. Smiling and I'm happy. I'm elated. He's happy people were it's killed. It's a day of courage. Allah it's a day of happiness. Allah it's a day of pride. Allah it's a day of victory. Allah this is the day we've been waiting for. Allah Look, people, this is not right. That guy should be arrested for inciting violence. Treat him the same as you did the J6 protesters. This is uh, also from Times Square. Just a couple more clips here. All pro-terrorist demonstrations. These people support what Hamas did. These people support that Hamas went in and killed innocent children and women. They, they went in and raped women. The women's last moments of their lives were being raped by some greasy fucking savage before being killed. That's where they're celebrating. They're not marching for Palestine or peace. They're celebrating death and destruction. This was in Seattle. Notice how it's always the uh, extreme commie Democrat cities that these people flock to and get away with this crap. Free, free Palestine. All it took was for Hamas to go in and kill a bunch of innocent people and these people get all excited. How can they possibly celebrate that? This was happening all over the globe. (laughs) 
That one's in Spain. This is in Iran. They're treating it like it's a new year or something. Fireworks. Death to the infidels. This is a religion of evil. This is a religion of death and destruction. This is a religion of violence and control. This is a religion of intimidation and discrimination. This is a religion that would just as soon cut your head off after they were done raping your wife and your child in front of you because you wouldn't bow to Allah. Religion of peace, my fucking ass. It's a religion of violence and intolerance. Islam is a religion of violence and intolerance. And if there are Muslims out there who you always say, oh, the majority of Muslims are peaceful. We don't, we don't agree with these radical people. Then why do you let them have a fucking voice? Why do you let them continue to go around the world killing people? Why do you let them to continue to be the voice for your religion? If your religion is about peace, then kick them the fuck out. But see, I think you, I think most of you silently support them. If you don't speak out against them, I just have to assume that you support them. What else am I supposed to assume? Some of the horrible scenes coming out of the response to these horrible terrorist attacks. This is out of Gaza. It's hard to watch. But I think it's important that you understand the death that Hamas has wrought on so many innocent people. under the guidance of Iran and the weakness of Joe Biden is, is indescribable, really. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrific. It is horrific. War is ugly, man. And I'm thankful I've never had to be directly involved with one. I fear that it, I'm going to have to be part of one on my own soil in my lifetime, though. If we don't change directions here quickly, deport all the people that are here illegally. They're not here to seek amnesty. They're here to take over this country. And that's not hyperbole. Get yourself an emergency food supply. Make sure you're well stocked on ammunition. It's just absolute chaos. You know, one of the things um, 
She's being taken by Hamas terrorists. And she knows. She knows what her near future holds in store for her. And any of you out there supporting what Hamas has done in the name of freeing Palestine, that's just an excuse. You're terrorist sympathizers, every one of you. I got no space for you in my life. This is, uh, this is the Iron Dome defense, missile defense system in place in Israel as Hamas fires thousands of rockets, like close to 5,000 rockets so far. And fortunately, most of them, I mean, they're just shooting at random. They don't have guidance systems on them or anything. They're just lobbing massive numbers and hoping to get some through. But watch how the Iron Dome system works. It's impressive. Taking out missiles in midair. But uh, man, I am, you know, I haven't been this concerned in a while. I, I went through and started checking all my stuff. I went through to make sure that I'm prepared. Um, the, in the shorter term, we're looking at, I mean, I don't know what's going to come first. I mean, we're, we've allowed, I'm sure, many terrorist cells to come into the United States and they're going to be here. And who knows when they're going to launch. The next 12 months concern me a lot. In the next 12 months, I mean, well, we might not even be here in 12 months if World War III sparks off. If, if Israel gets surrounded, you understand, right? If Israel gets surrounded and, and is back into a corner, I wouldn't put him past him to lob a nuke. North Korea's got some. Who knows? Maybe Iran has some. Russia certainly has some, more than anybody else in the world. And once that genie is out of the box, once, once I mean, literally, the world could be over in about 10 minutes. As we know it, sure, some will survive. But imagine a massive, <laughs> a massive nuclear strike on the United States. It's not, just, it's not just the nuclear fallout. It's not just the initial blast. It's the EMP pulse that's going to take out the electrical grid across the entire nation. You're not going to be able to communicate with anybody anywhere. Cell phones, electricity, cars, nothing will work. Anything that has a chip in it will cease to function. Back to the Stone Ages. And it can happen like that. And then, that's not to talk about all the fires. You know, the initial blast radius is great, but then massive fires, and fires like we have never seen, larger than any forest fire this country has ever seen, will sweep across this country and destroy much of it. And that would be going on in Russia. It would be going on in China. It would be going on everywhere else because once one major power launches a nuke, everybody else will too. The submarine nukes are only two or three minutes off our coast. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but it's an honest concern of mine. First time I've really been concerned about actual nuclear war in my lifetime. 
because I came after the cold. I mean, I was I was, grew up in the Cold War, but it's after the Cuban Missile Crisis. Things were starting to cool down. You know, I was an '80s kid, um, and, and you kind of didn't think about that much, stuff too much because Reagan was a badass, and then the Soviet Union fell. And so this is the first time in my lifetime I've really had to consider that, you know, it, it, that could happen. And if it does, it's going to happen fast. It's going to be final. It's going to be massive and we'll be done. Civilization will cease to exist as we know it. I don't know if I'd want to even survive. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Biden knew. He knew back in 2008 the big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this. Talking about Afghanistan. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months and you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind i promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday and you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind i promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday that was in 2008 and in 2021 he does exactly what he said you should not do because if you leave all those weapons behind they're going to be used against your grandsons and mine Don't forget, Biden's a lion sack shit. And he's a tool. He's a puppet. He's being used. He also talks about the border. This was also back in 2008. It makes sense. Campaign. No great nation can be in a position where they can't control their borders. It matters how you control your borders. Not just for immigration, but it matters Look at for her. drugs, terror, a whole range of other drugs, things. terror. Here's the conclusion I come up with. And it's sort of in equal parts. We have to. We have to. And I had been arguing for when I'm back in my days as chairman of the Judiciary Committee. He knew if the borders weren't secure that drugs and terrorists were going to come across it. And what has he done? He's made the border insecure and Exactly what he said would happen is happening. This is by design. I have my theory of chaos by design, and I think this is part of it. I think that funding Iran is part of it. I think that uh, potentially allowing what happened in Israel to happen is part of it. And now you watch. As Iran goes in, or excuse me, as Israel goes into the ground phase against Hamas and Gaza. Videos are going to get worse. They're going to look really bad because it's going to be a massive amount of force. It's going to be a massive show of force. And there's going to be a lot of destruction, a lot of death. And while I'm sad about that, you can't expect a nation to just stand by and let terrorists attack it. Heck, after 9-11... We sent our entire military over the seas and, and took over an entire country. Shock and awe, right? 
I was in Iraq. We went over and took over another country, Afghanistan. Two countries we took over. So don't sit there and say, oh, free Palestine and this and that. Israel was attacked. Israel has a right and a responsibility, an obligation to their citizens to respond. And respond they will. And it's going to be massive. It's going to be ugly. Prepare yourselves. As public opinion sees all these videos and public opinion starts to turn against Israel, watch for demonstrations in the streets. Watch for maybe even terror attacks in the United States from those that have come across our border illegally from all parts of the world. I'm not talking about people from Venezuela or whatever. I'm talking about people that have come in through our policies that have come in from the Middle East, China, wherever. But uh, anyway, brace yourselves, prepare, keep your head on a swivel, always be aware nowadays. You, I cannot stress this enough. Always, always be aware of your surroundings because you never know anymore, man. Make sure you have the ability to defend yourself and your family and your property. Anyway, on that note, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the radio, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. I'd appreciate it if you would give a follow there, it's free. It's free. And Rumble is a great source for all kinds of video, not just podcasts. They've got a lot of stuff there, but it's great for podcasts because you're not going to get information out of the legacy media. You're not, the mainstream media is not going to cover in depth what's going on. You're going to get sound bites. You're going to get the feel good story or it's going to be completely slanted to one side. So go there, find your podcast. You can find me uh, at the Nun Report on all the socials except TikTok. So I don't do that commie BS and Twitter because there I'm just at Nun Report. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. <laughs>